Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Riverdale Register. I'm Caitlin. I'm John, and we have a special guest today. I'm Amy Parks. I'm one of the assistant editors. On Riverdale! Yay! Yay. (laughs) So we are bringing Amy on to just have a little conversation about the making of what is my new favorite show. Also, uh, she's going to tell us who killed Jason Blossom. Nope. Huge spoilers. <laughs> no, she's nope. not. So Amy is not giving us any spoilers, but we are getting a nice behind-the-scenes glimpse at how one not only works on Riverdale, but maybe how one works on a teen drama in general in the editing capacity. Yeah. So Amy, why don't you tell us a little bit about what you do? Well, as an assistant editor, I'm the first person that gets... Well, actually, second person, because we have daily submission. But I take all of the footage, the dailies that come in, and I organize it for the editor. And a lot of times, the editors will also throw us scenes to cut and then give us notes on those scenes. I'm working with an editor that used to be a professor of film school, so I'm very lucky there. (laughs) And um, he'll also have me address notes, too, sometimes, so that I can learn how to address notes from directors and producers, because those are, like... It's very important to know how to interpret a note that you get. So can you give us an example of what a note might be? Um, notes just like, uh, let's think about, for, let me think about for 104. Uh, let me think. It's been a while since we did 104. We finished, one, uh, 104 was the episode we worked on. Because how okay. editors and assistants work in scripted television is you have one editor, one assistant per episode. And then cool. we just alternate episodes. That's the um, that's the last picture show, right? The uh-huh. movie theater one. The movie theater one. <laughs> well, the Miss Grust- Miss Grundy's Last Stand. Uh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. So one cool thing I can say um, is that at the the drive-in, um, because well, we're always over time because they like to write some nice fat scripts because you never know what's going to play and what's not going to play. It's always good to have a little bit of room to cut things out. So we're over time. We want to cut this one scene because it's just not important. It's with um, Cheryl, Veronica, and Kevin. It's why Cheryl gets in the car with them at the drive-in. Oh, my God. So okay. there was this whole like little scene of her saying a back and forth, and we were like, it's not really that important. But we love the fact... We, we love Cheryl. We just love like her attitude and everything. And so we're like, how about she just pulls up, looks at them, says, I'm going to sit with you, and then just have them have a weird look like... <laughs> Okay, that's Cheryl. (laughs) Oh, that's Cheryl. (laughs) And so that was a note that we were like, we need to figure out how to cut the scene, but we want Cheryl in the car with them. How do we figure out her entrance? And so that my editor and I kind of devised this whole, she pulls up, she says something, gets in the car, and then they exchange a look. So you basically have an entire little story beat there without... Yeah. Without the fluff of before. I feel like that's really good for writers, too. Especially. How long is your script? Like, how many pages is it generally? Um, normally, they're just around 64 sometimes. Like, wow. these scripts have been pretty fat. They've been 70. Because, you know, it's the first season. And so the writers, like, they want to pack as much as they can in each episode. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes it's too much. And we have to end up cutting the whole storyline. Like we did in the finale, which was almost 80 pages. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah. That's why I was working every set. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, it's like, again, it's it's just, the first season shows are almost always, like, they have really big scripts because they want to fit a lot of stuff in. They're still figuring out how the actors are going to do these different scenes, and so you want to be able they're to And they're not sure if they're going to get more seasons yeah. to explore this stuff down the road. Exactly. And mm-hmm. so they always want to have something on the back burner. 
Um, and two, we've been really lucky though. It's, it's funny because we, it's so hard to cut some scenes because the actors do such a great job in them, which is, was really unexpected with these, all these newcomers. Yeah. Because they're not faint, like they're not, yeah. other than, um, Cole, who's been doing a phenomenal job. He's great. Like, yeah. I mean, they've given us so much to work with that it's so hard to cut scenes sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> do you think any storylines that you guys cut, I mean, this isn't, you know, nothing specific, but... Those scenes obviously couldn't make it to like season two theoretically, but is it like that kind of material? Like, could it could it be kind of like okay, well, we're gonna look at this storyline and see if it could maybe work for future episodes, even if we're gonna have to like reshoot it, like that kind oh, of yeah. yeah. They're cool. totally storylines that they can bring back around, so that's why I'm like not gonna say exactly what's cut, and right. of course it's just like ah, eh, this was fluff, but we still want her in the car with them, yeah. yeah. And so we devised that little fun scheme at the beginning. <laughs> That's so great. Yeah, because I think we both said, we're like, why is Cheryl doing Why are they okay with Cheryl? Then you do that about Cheryl just naturally. Right. Yeah, exactly. the old a lot of Cheryl's actions are... <laughs> But why? Yes. Yeah, yes, exactly. Cheryl. It's also, that's also Reggie Mantle in the comics. Yes. He is. But why, Reggie? <laughs> Do you, have you uh, read the comics? Are you familiar with I them? I did a long time ago. Oh, and okay, so, the older ones, yeah, yeah. Like the way older ones. And so that's why I actually really love this incarnation of Betty because it takes that obsessiveness, obsessive nature that she's always had where she just goes way over the top with things. <laughs> and it turns it into sort of this <laughs> compulsion, I guess, yes. if you will. Exactly. And can so- I can I ask the story of how you first heard of this show and like like how you came to it? Oh, um, Abby, I I met Dan Holland, who I'm working with the editor, on The Mysteries of Laura. When I was on I was brought onto that by a See, different Deborah editor. Messing show on NBC. Yeah, okay. the Deborah Messing show, which is also was a brilliant company show. Oh. So yeah. He did does. not know that. Yeah, yeah he How does. does that man sleep? No, or, I don't think no, so. No, he doesn't do that. I, I think that he is an alien. Yeah. Because he's like <laughs> he has like seven shows and he's fit and married and happy yeah, and like, he's brilliant. One it. man can have it all. <laughs> and like nine shows. Yeah. He it's just it's been amazing. I'm so glad that like I got into this family mm-hmm. through it because it, it is like you just go from show to show and Warner Brothers is so fun to work for. It's just, yeah, so are you always on the WB lot? Oh, no, we're actually in a in a, the Universal or some some off the Bob Hope building or whatever. Oh, so you're like across the street, right? Uh, yeah, kind of. Always sort kinda. of. We're in yeah. Burbank. They're nearby. Okay, yeah. cool. I used to live in Burbank. Yeah. Okay, I'm not so worried you we were working on Mysteries of Lara, and then uh, yeah, and then that and then, led here, or um, well, it's kind of a crazy journey. I started in reality TV as an assistant editor. Okay, and how I made the jump was I met a scripted assistant editor who ended up getting cool. bumped up on Switch to Birth. So okay. I went on to Switch to Birth, and then I met an editor there who was working for the same producer on a different show who needed somebody to come on to the Mysteries of Laura with him. So I jumped on to the Mysteries of Laura where I met Dan. Um, and he wanted to get me on another show, but I ended up getting a call for Scream the TV series. Which we've heard of! <laughs> yes. You guys should all listen to oh my God. Scary Podcast. Well, yes, check sorry. out Scream. That one's on Netflix. Yeah, yes, both Netflix seasons. Now. And so I worked on season two, not season <laughs> So two. did we. That's oh pretty covered season two. <laughs> we love season two. <clears throat> So um, I hopped on that with the, an editor who used to be on Switched at Birth, who knew who was my editor's editor before he got bumped up. Okay. <laughs> it's like 
a whole thing. Sure. Yeah, you kind of just go in cycles. Like as soon as you get your foot into the scripted door from like networking your ass off, you just kind of get passed around. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Binary to the. You seem like you're like networking. a little like like thing. You're like here, you can have her now. Here, here, <laughs> it's your turn now, and then now it's your Take turn. Take care of her. I'll ask her back in the fall. It's fine. Yeah, but that's great for someone. I'm assuming your your freelancer contract or uh, it's it's kind of yeah freelance, but on a W two like so you get mm-hmm. you get hired. But right. you still, it goes from job to job. So cool. And is. that's always good to be able to be like, well, I don't know exactly where I'm going next, but I'll probably be going somewhere. So mm-hmm. what rally TV show were you on? If you can uh, say. I was on Alaska, the last frontier. Actually. Oh, is that, did you say that? I'm sorry. Oh uh, no, I don't think I did. No. I've heard, I've heard of that. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a, uh, it was one of the Alaska shows. It's actually about Jules. Family. There is a certain amount of Alaska based reality TV, I isn't there? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Is it like cheap to shoot in Alaska? Alaska, probably, right? I think it's just like they got weather up there. Yeah. They've got weather. They've they got do weather, weather and harshness and, you know, people are obsessed with living in Alaska. It's really nice. a whole yeah. homesteading thing. I don't know. I am much, much, much happier to be living in Los Angeles yeah, where it's not freezing. I was so upset. It was like 50 degrees the other day and I'm like calling my mother and she's like, yeah, it was 70 degrees. <laughs> was I ate breakfast outside. I'm like, Mom, I didn't move That's... here for this conversation. I moved here for the opposite of this conversation. <laughs> it's supposed to be the opposite. I know. It's actually... I'm supposed to mock you. <laughs> it's actually, yeah, warmer in Tennessee right now. And it's so crazy. weird. Well, it's at least March. Tennessee is like the south, so yeah. I guess that's fine. Fine, I'll take Tennessee being warmer. <laughs> But yeah, but it's, it's not cold. supposed to be cold until April in Tennessee. Like it's very unusual. Oh, you know, I know nothing about Tennessee. Yeah, I'm from so. Tennessee, so I assume. Yeah, you <laughs> like, must know a few things about Tennessee just, then. Just a few. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when did you move out here? I moved out here in um, 2012. Cool. So, because that's when I graduated, and I hopped on an internship with the Creative Arts Emmys. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. The Academy of Television. Did Arts. you get that like very coveted internship? Yeah, <laughs> the Academy internship. I, you know, it took second year applying. Wow. So I, I highly recommend everybody if you don't get it once, apply again because you know they'll recognize your name and there's another chance. Huh. When did you apply? Uh, or what category did you apply for? Uh, Post production. Cool. So that makes sense. Like that, that place. Does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was a post PA on the Creative Arts Emmys, which was phenomenal because it actually like. Help me help me learn all the different categories that there are out here. Granted, then I jumped into um, assistant editing and reality TV, thinking, "Oh, this will help me get assistant editing jobs and scripted." No, that's actually a very hard jump to make. <laughs> yeah. From what I understand. yeah, it is very. It's getting easier for assistants. It's basically impossible for editors. It's it's really that's difficult. So, yeah, it's, it's because it's very different mentalities of just like you. You're basically as an editor in um, reality TV. You're creating like a collage artwork out of these different pieces that you just have that story producers help you. String they like string yeah. out like we want this story make it out of this stuff right whereas and if you're on a scripted show you have to put the have, dialogue yeah. together and everything. you have the story already it's like you know scripted is more like quilting or or doing like a paint by numbers kind of thing or I guess a painting where you have the picture that you're already painting you know so speaking of that are there any creative liberties <laughs> I mean you spoke about the Cheryl mm-hmm. scene. Um, are there any creative liberties that, like, kind of the editing team takes that that you can't that you might not expect? Um, a little bit, yeah. Especially if the actors give you a look or a beat that maybe wasn't there before or wasn't scripted as being there, because the actors are wanting to, you know, like go out of their box and like do something else. Yeah. And I mean, these actors do a great job, as I said, of just like kind of going out there. I got to edit the um, 
uh, in 104, Betty interrogating Grundy. Oh. And that we was... love that scene. I, I, yeah, I, I immediately, when I saw it in Daylights, I went nasty and I was like, can I take this one? And he, of course, <laughs> gave me great notes. Mm-hmm. And he knew I could do interrogation scenes because I got to also do cut some interrogation scenes in, with him and Mr. Zawara. Which was really fun. And so we just got to like kind of uh, try some different things with it because um, at first, the first pass I did... Betty was going really hardcore on Grundy, mm-hmm. and Grundy was just being like all passive and like, oh, I don't know, blah, 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 blah. But then, you know, we got into notes, and they were like, can we make Betty be a little more reserved? Like, she really is, you know, doing a good job of hiding. Yeah. And she gave me that in her performance, so we were able to cut it that way. And then mm-hmm. Grundy needed to be a little less passive, <clears throat> and so then we added the beat where she looks at Betty, and you can see that she's keying in that she's trying to figure something out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I see what you're doing. Yeah. So there's a different version of that scene uh-huh. where Grundy is completely oblivious to Betty's questioning, and yeah. maybe Betty is maybe being a little harsher about yeah. it. Yeah. More aggressively trying yeah. to seek the truth. Okay. So, well, yeah. It's interesting because in the version that aired, you can tell that Grundy has something to hide because Betty's not really asking questions that are too leading or like her yeah. expression isn't too like, oh, I want to figure something out. Um, like when she's like, oh, pretty cute, right? With like Jason Blossom. Yeah. yeah. Which was weird to ask your teacher, Betty. Yeah. But... <laughs> but yeah, no, that's really interesting. It really does. It could play out so differently. Yeah. And make Grundy seem like less of a horrible person. Yeah. So, <laughs> I don't like Miss Grundy. No. And I, I like, I really like how the show ended up with her, where at the yeah. end you see her with the heart-shaped glasses, because you're like... <gasps> yes, the Lolita glasses. Yes, the Lolita glasses, mm-hmm. because you're like, okay... Maybe Betty was right. Maybe mm-hmm. she wasn't the best person in the world. Yeah. It's very possible. She wasn't the best person in the world. Exactly. I'm going to make that a, a declarative <laughs> I <think> statement. <laughs> the, the editing really did sell that over the first couple episodes where, like, you know, one episode she's like, oh, no, we can't be together. And the next episode's like, you're my savior. And, like, mm-hmm. like the way that, like, they don't explicitly say she's manipulating Archie, but you really, if you're really paying attention, it's like, oh, yeah, no, she's, she's playing him. Totally manipulating, yeah. Like that show yeah. up. Uh, <laughs> she's so creepy. Yes. And and that was the and that's what I also like about the show is that like it had consequences. His actions yeah. had consequences, which doesn't normally happen in these teen drama shows. It's like you have an affair with a teacher and everything turns out fine. Well, if you like Ari and Ezra, <laughs> Ezra, Ezra forever. <clears throat> yeah, no, I, I statutory. Uh, yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it wasn't statutory rape in Pretty Little Liars because she was eighteen, and I feel like they made that explicitly clear. I'm kidding. I actually really hate. Ezria. <laughs> I love everything about Pretty Little Liars, save for Ezria. <laughs> Though, um, Ian Harding is a gem, and he just seems like the most delightful, kindest person. But Ezra sucks. Anyway. So. So. Sorry, I could go on forever. When you're, uh, when you're logging stuff, do you ever be like, and this is going in the gag reel? Like, oh, yeah. For, for Actually, I, I cut the gag reel on both this, this show ah. and screen. Oh, really? Yeah. So and good. And Laura and Switched to Earth when I was on it for season four. Are you just like, do you take such I, great delight in seeing actors I love, goof up? I love cutting gag reels. Most How assistants could I not be hate it. Really? Why? Because it's kind of an additional thing on top of everything that you're doing. Okay. Um, we got really really lucky with our episodes because the drive-in episode i mean the director was great the writing was phenomenal on it the acting was great like we had this a pretty smooth ride for 104 we had a couple late nights at the beginning just because you always do on your first episode on a brand new show because you're still like learning what the show is 
Yeah. And so, but we sat in um, with the showrunner. Well, this one came in pretty fully formed, really. Oh yeah. Well, there were a few like Dan and I were going in a different direction than the showrunner wanted at first. Mm-hmm. But it's just like two nights of sitting with Roberto in the room, and we mm-hmm. had, like got it there pretty quickly. Well, can you tell me what direction <clears throat> you guys were kind of approaching it from, and that wasn't the show we ended up seeing? Um, again, there was kind of the things where we had Betty more of an aggressor, mm-hmm. and we had uh, gosh, where were some other things? Um, it's been a while since I did this. As yeah, I said. <laughs> it was like in how August. how long before does it air? Uh, are you uh, are you usually finishing up the edit? Uh, it's several. Well, for for this part because we didn't have air dates when we were first starting, mm. it was like months. Next uh. year, it's probably only going to be like a, like one month, maybe. Yeah, mm-hmm. that we finish and lock the show before it airs. Uh, sometimes, like on mysteries, I think it ended up being like two and a half weeks. Whoa. <laughs> Which is a tight turnaround for NBC. some of those episodes. And Scream. Oh, but Scream was difficult because um, MTV, they're used to doing reality shows and they're just now yeah. getting into some yeah. more scripted material. But a lot of, they approach the notes the same way that they approach it in reality, which is really funny because I got to explain that to my editors who had never heard of reality. Oh, because you did both, yeah. And I had come from it, and so they were like, what what the heck is a rough cut, and then a rough cut (laughs) two, and then a fine cut? I don't understand why the network gets so many cuts, and I'm like, but they do in reality TV. That's so funny. And that makes sense, because reality, it's like the editors really put together the story. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. And so, yeah. And then it's... A, reality TV is a producer's medium. Mm-hmm. Totally a producer's medium. Yeah. Whereas, I've seen Unreal, so I pretty but, much know everything about scripted, it. <laughs> scripted is all, like, it's the it's writers. It's the writer's yeah. medium. And, I mean, as I'm telling again, I love working with the showrunner, Roberto, because he brings the writers into the editing room with oh, that's him. Great. Oh, that's great. Because yeah. he really, he wants to be a mentor for them. And so they really? actually get to see, like, how things get cut out, why things get cut out, and I, and he believes that it helps them, you know, write even better scripts yeah. because they keep editing in mind. Is this his first show? I know he did that. Um, he runs Archie Comics, right? Yeah, he yeah. Is a, yeah he's in charge he's of Archie He's the Comics. chief creative officer of Archie mm-hmm. Comics, which is, like, a fairly recent, like, job title yeah. that, like, DC introduced for the dude Jeff Johns, who's, like, running DC Films right now. Uh, so it's like now he's so now there's two of them I know yeah. like, just in charge of all things Archie yeah Archie yeah. and every medium that it will come out in that's pretty crazy mm-hmm. yeah and he I think was a writer on Supergirl the previous oh, okay. year too mm-hmm. and so I mean he's been in writing rooms for a while and so but yeah he really knows what he's doing it's been great working with him and I've been noticing I mean the IMDb credits a lot of these writers are like they don't have a huge history of writing oh, no. yeah but they're doing great work here and like that's really cool that he's yeah. that he's getting them in like it's almost like a showrunner boot camp like like yeah. that's what the showrunner does all the time they're in that editing room exactly yeah and he really believes like he loves just bringing people in and like in- including them in the process to show them how it is it's mm-hmm. phenomenal have you noticed that scripts have gotten maybe uh, like a little tighter since since the process as the process is ongoing? oh yeah yeah i mean like they've been getting better the the finale became huge because it has so many like just huge yeah. moments in it and then also people kept wanting to jam pack it with like more and more stuff and so we actually ended up having cut a couple storylines out, but I think they might be appearing in season two, though. So, so no spoilers. No, no spoilers there. But just no, know. you're just teasing us with your knowledge. Yeah, I'm just that's you fine. The fact that's okay. It's amazing. all of the things happen. <laughs> I'm so excited. It's we're really halfway. Good. We're halfway there. Yeah, you're halfway there. Uh, it gets yeah. great. My episode 107 airs this next week. 
Sweet. And it's also became a, a big favorite of the network. Skeet's we in that through. one. Yes, he <laughs> is. Oh, Skeet Ulrich. He's also skeet, doing skeet, amazing. Skeet. <laughs> it's wonderful. My, yeah. I was going to say my my childhood hero, but no, my childhood villain. Yeah. Yeah. He's your hero. We have some questions. <laughs> yeah, uh, Billy Loomis. <laughs> what a guy. I, it's funny. Alan Rickman's my favorite villain of all time. He's good, uh, too. Are we talking Die Hard? Uh, well, Die Hard and Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Oh. I was thinking Harry Potter. I guess Snape is not. <laughs> For the a sheriff villain. of Nottingham. He yeah. went hard on that he one. He went all the he way. He chewed up all that scenery. <laughs> Literally never seen that movie. I'm sorry, everyone. Oh, my God. What is. You need to. It's a. You'll want to say. Someone with Kevin Costner. It's Kevin Costner. Um, when he's not even bothering with an accent. <laughs> is it? He's just the not, only American. And after every Kevin Costner scene, I went. And the director said, "Close enough." <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Moving on. This Moving is on. not Robin Hood Men in Tights. But story. man, Alan Rickman. <laughs> no, it's not. No, but Robin Hood Men in Tights. We did a double feature a couple weeks ago of. Uh, Prince of Thieves, Robin Hood, Men in Tights. Oh, I feel like those two go well together, yeah. That's double feature ever. <laughs> Wait, so is, is Kevin Costner the Prince of Thieves? He is, yeah, in okay. Prince of Thieves. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah it's great. <laughs> right, because then you can watch the second one and be like, unlike other Robin Hoods, I speak with a British <laughs> accent. <laughs> and okay. it's funnier. <laughs> yes. Anyway... <laughs> Sorry to take you off topic. Oh, this no, is we what love we do. Being off topic. Do, have, have do you actually listen to our podcast ever? I or? have not gotten to listen to any <gasps> podcast for about she's three busy. months. Yeah. She's busy, exactly. Oh, I had so. a question on like the tip of my tongue. Okay, DVDs, I'm trying to think, screeners, we were just talking about that. Um, oh, okay. So you did not do any, did you do any music episodes? Music? Music the songs, or the like ones where they sing? Yeah, like ones with like singing oh, in I, it. I only just recently did, I cannot say which one. Okay. But I also know um, the other two assistants working on them, and I got to see some of that process, so shoot. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, what was, what is it like editing a music video, a music element of a TV show? A music, oh, the musical element of these TV shows, it's, I mean, it's... Difficult to edit at edit the scene as a music video because it essentially is a music video, mm-hmm. but you've got to get story beats in there, and also too when it comes down to time and getting time out, a lot of times you're like, oh, if only we could make this three minute song one minute, right? Yeah, right. And we were we were feeling that watching um, some of the early episodes, they would cut away from the music very quickly to get back to the plot, probably because the scripts are so are so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dense. And, and you'll yeah. have it in the background, maybe the song, like... Mm-hmm. This past yeah. well, one, they cut a... away from the music, but they keep it playing, but also they keep releasing the longer edits of those songs mm-hmm. on, on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, I actually just had to export a bunch of those. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For so promo. Do you, I was going to say, you have to, do you have to edit the longer version of those ever? Uh, like? Yes, the, the editor... Uh, and too, a lot of times the editor will start by editing the long version, and then just cut it, trim it up, and take elements, because then it helps them be familiar with everything from start to finish. And so you can just start with the editor's cut and then condense it down and add in the story beats that then come in to play, you know, during the music video. That makes sense. Yeah. Like, uh, oh gosh, 106, like with Josie seeing mm-hmm. her father leave. <laughs> the you know. fuck? Can we talk? I mean... No, we're going to cover that episode. I know, but like really quick, like, wow, yeah. what a day. Miles. Wow. <laughs> Miles. You couldn't have waited the minute it would have taken for Josie to finish her song. No, he needed to make sure he broke her right then and there. <laughs> yeah, right then. The, the disappointed oh. father. Yeah. <laughs> it's so sad. It's oh. very, yeah, it's very rough on girls like me with daddy issues, man. Oh my God. <laughs> don't want to disappoint so, your dad. So sad. <laughs> 
the other thing in that scene was, I thought this was like, I don't know if this was like a little Easter egg that nobody else noticed, but Kevin was dancing in the background. Did oh, yeah, know? no. We put that in intentionally. He did. Okay. Showrunner <laughs> loved it. He was like, that's staying in no matter what. So funny. I was like, wait, so is When that? the director's like, that's in the movie. Again, <laughs> moments that these actors bring out that nobody asks for, but everybody realizes they want it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so great. Who is, what actor is the best or not the maybe not the best but what actor are you particularly impressed with this season who is just like really bringing it in their improvisational nature shows you something new um oh god that's really feel free to not pick one yeah pick (laughs) all of them I gotta say right now Cole Sprouse Hmm. he's been bringing it which is really great because he came from Disney and so a lot of times like there's a stigma with Disney actors of like they tend to overdo it be crazy out there melodramatic because he started on like a Disney children's sitcom Disney children's kind of thing sitcom. yeah well he was the chiller one on that sitcom yeah. right because like Zach was like yeah. the, the crazy the, one the crazy right. yeah. you could have gotten Dylan yeah, right. You, you know, if Cole's sick one day, bring in Dylan <laughs> bring as a pinch hitter. They, they look so different. Though. Yeah, they don't and actually they look alike do. at all. Yeah. Which is Disney has this amazing ability to find twins that are fraternal but look similar enough. Yeah, and they can make them pretend they're identical. Yeah, exactly. But then it's like, but they look different enough so kids can tell the difference as yeah, to which yeah. one is which. Exactly. Yeah, it's well, they amazing. Had like slightly different haircuts or like the clothes were always so different that it also was, just their faces are different. Yeah. 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 One of them was like noticeably noticeably like like the the face was rounder so I think that was uh, Dylan yeah that yeah. makes sense Dylan, yeah but Dylan has been super supportive of his brother too really? on Twitter it's yeah. been cute. adorable I just I love just how love they it. troll one another yeah <laughs> I've like followed that for a while well they just like tweeted each other like ridiculous things I like the tweet Cole had of uh, me and throwing the chair and it's Miss Grundy and it's like the time <laughs> so about the episode 4 yeah, yeah. <laughs> yay I feel how it's currently as you get out everybody GTFO so great yeah Yeah. and then uh gosh I've got to say though um I I love Hermione's character um, oh she's wonderful because she she, is fascinating I I love her she always has a glass of wine and every time she's home (laughs) every time she's home almost always she has a glass of wine and then also too everyone always storms out angrily away from her (laughs) That's so so often. You do and hold on her face for a while. Yeah, we like, all oh yeah. hold on her face for a beat, and and I just people just I'm, keep storming out on her. And I think that's why she drinks. That's why she drinks. <laughs> Look at that's all, all I'm gonna see from now on. Is that people keep storming out on Hermione? But I love it. If you were to make a super cut of that, a lot of people storm in on her too. Yeah, yeah. they storm in on her. They, they do. Storm out on her. And just bring. And she's all just like, around. this is my life. It's a hurricane. And six her, six her, uh, wine. Six wine. Do you think that it was? Is there a cut of uh, Veronica just bursting into the little trailer of Archie's construction, being like, "What is this?" When they're like making out. Oh no, no! Veronica doesn't burst in. She waits. She plots. She gets her revenge. She does. She does. Man. Yeah, yeah. And somebody who's not meticulous with their eyebrows doesn't storm in anywhere. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting a little bit sad because we do a thing on the podcast where it's uh, things teenagers don't say, where we highlight some of the more ridiculous lines. There haven't been as many of those lines recently. Yeah. The last two episodes have been like, they sound like teenagers. Come on, Veronica ran out of Truman Capote novels yeah. to quote. Did from. she? Did she like leave the rest of her library back in New York? <laughs> she just only read two. Get the back She's like, here are the two books that I have read by Truman Capote. <laughs> Here's me mentioning them like all the time. 
What? Yeah. I have questions on questions. Now, what questions didn't I ask? It's funny. I take notes on the episodes. Uh, I, she's more prepared for the interview. Exactly. Than I, I wrote this <laughs> thing. Yes. Oh, I just had like, I think I asked all these questions just in our natural conversation. Oh, uh, actually, no, I didn't. Here's one. Is Archie the hot Ed Sheeran? <laughs> That was my... Uh, I mean, well, he's hot, for sure. <laughs> that was my question. I don't know why I wrote that down, but I just, oh, thought, I just thought we could talk about that for a bit. He has this wonderful accent, too, that comes out during the outtakes. It's great. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I was going to say... His American accent is pretty good. Oh, yeah. And I saw interviews where it's like, yeah, I didn't train at all for this. It's just, I yeah. watch a lot of TV. Did he <laughs> flip his hair, too? And he's like, I'm just really that good. Just really that good. Yeah, he's kind of the kind of guy to do that. Yeah. He he's actually great. His outtakes were the best. Yes. Really, he has such a great attitude on set. And oh, like, that's he, nice. That's really important. Tell. Yeah, yeah. You can definitely tell that he gets along really well with everybody, and it's just. It yeah. seems like it's a, a shame that Archie's does. just such a goober, though. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, you gotta to make a really good Sunday. You gotta start with a vanilla base, <laughs> and then you just build on it. That that's is true. that is a Love good that. line. That is special. Yes. That is special. And you know what? Vanilla is honestly one of my favorite flavors of ice cream you know and again you can build on I mean, it you're gonna yeah. you're gonna add some nuts maybe a little chocolate is betty the nuts <laughs> she is <laughs> sorry <laughs> i know i'm just saying yeah. it's like everybody's hating on betty and i'm like i love betty oh, and I a cherry betty. on top uh, and a cherry <laughs> on top i love i love betty betty i think i actually john's gonna hit me not really. He doesn't actually hit me. If you are, if they don't know, they don't see us do the podcast. Shocked expression on my face and slightly betrayed. Anyway, well, you're going to be mad when I say that I think I prefer Betty to Veronica. Well, I definitely prefer Veronica. Uh, see, this is where the banter comes in. Although I'm very much Team Valerie right now, I'm I'm, I'm mm-hmm. happy with yes. that. Yes, Valerie's the best. Yeah, she's great. Yeah, um, they didn't. Re- the pilot episode didn't recast anyone, did it? Did it? No. Melanie and Valerie were like always there. Yeah, just because they weren't, you know, as when they featured. don't speak. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't. <clears throat> they just weren't as featured. But yeah, not, it was, I'm pretty sure it was still them. Not yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, okay, here's a question about 104. Rebel without a cause. Uh, like, was there a certain percentage of that you could actually clear? Like, you don't focus yes. on the screen a lot in that <laughs> one. Yeah, we cleared about four minutes of it. Okay. Okay. And uh, I looped it underneath the entire scene. That's mm-hmm. so funny. <laughs> so, um, so we had like um, they actually did a live playback on the screen. So the only thing we did was brighten the screen in all those scenes. They've been so good on production about actually doing practical effects, which is amazing. The show looks like it's like just really, really well done cinematography wise and all oh, that. Yeah. Like a lot of the CW shows, and I love a lot of the CW shows, but you kind of fall into a house style and it's all kind of yeah. the same. And this one feels like it's in a bigger world with like an actual environment yeah. around them I don't oh, know yeah. weirdly yeah. they're all shot in the Pacific Northwest this one feels the most like the Pacific Northwest yeah yeah well and too they intentionally did that they're trying they're not trying to make it not look like the Pacific Northwest right they're it's like, not like super or it's like we're in Los Angeles mm-hmm. national city uh, but not quite yeah it's a good is point. that where okay. Supergirl was taken uh, well first season was here uh, okay. which yeah, it was called National City, and it was a coastal, like, west coast city. Yeah. And now they film in Canada, but they're still in the same city. Theoretically. Yeah. So, they yeah. gotta explain that. Yeah. Apparently Lucifer's coming to Los Angeles for its third season. Oh, that's So, cool. I don't know where that was filming before now, but it's New York? Here. Uh, Did maybe. it take place in New York? I maybe. think. 
So, um, should we get into some fun Riverdale questions? Some rapid fire stuff? Or? Do you do you have a list of things to fire rapidly? Um, no, but I have some questions. Sure. Okay, so. Who killed Jason Blue? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, so no, okay, blink. We're going to list all nope. the characters. <laughs> You're going to just blink whenever we get to the right uh, Veronica or Betty? My eyes will dry out. No, I'm not blinking to anything. You can't answer that question. No, I'm just, oh, not. Not Veronica. Just oh, okay. Kick, like, if I was like, I'm not telling you yeah. anything. Wait, um, so Veronica and Betty killed Jason together? My God, crazy. Sure. Anyway, um, so wait, Veronica or Betty? Is yeah, my yeah. If you had to or... like, pick, yeah, if you had to yeah. pick between the two. Oh, oh. that's rough. Uh, Let's do favorite to be your best friend. Favorite to be my best friend, Hermione. Oh wow, drinking okay. buddy. There you go. That's true. You couldn't really <laughs> yeah. take these girls to the Ooh, bar. Okay, I got one. If you had to pick four people or three people to share a booth at Pops with, uh, who would it be? Three people or three? Four three people? characters. Remember, if you three include characters? Jughead, because you're in there, because you're in there too. So if it's four, uh, Wait, if I include Jughead, it doesn't count. It doesn't count, right? Because he said when uh, when the, in the what is it the second episode when it's like you may have thought that there were four people in the booth, oh, but there were only three. So was... he's a freebie. <laughs> he doesn't count. <laughs> Oh, is that um, Bernie barking in the distance? Oh, oh no, Bernie. He's sad now. He's always so sad. So many dogs in this apartment complex. Um, I know. I'd probably hang out with Fred. Um, just the parents. I like the parents. <laughs> Fred, Hermione, uh, let's see here. I would like Betty. Betty's fun to hang out yeah. with. Yeah. Veronica. Ver- I, you know what? Actually, they're all freaking cool. They Kevin, are cool. Kevin Kevin Going to bring some t- chairs towards the, uh, towards the yeah, booth. Add some extra just, people in there. Let's bring them all in there. Okay. Cheryl, you know, just <laughs> mysteriously appear like a ghost and say something witty and walk away. Mm-hmm. I would just love it if she just, like, literally, like, laid down on the table and then just, like, said something and then walked away. And then just walked away. Because <laughs> that kind of seems like her theme. <laughs> so, if you had to pick a place in Riverdale to hang out, um, let's pretend the movie theater still existed. Mm-hmm. Pops. Uh, the school? I don't know. Where would you hang out? Hang out in Riverdale? Um, I mean, that lake seemed pretty awesome. Sweetwater River? Sweetwater River, yeah. yeah. The river is pretty nice. And it's what beautiful. teacher would you bring with you? <laughs> what teacher? Because uh. I assume that's... We actually know one teacher, I think. You know oh one my god, yeah. You've met the coach. We don't even kinda. see them go to classes anymore. No, <laughs> no. no. Yeah. Oh, we did... Uh, oh, wait, nope. Never mind. That's coming up. <gasps> oh, no. There are daughter. other teachers at the school. Spoilers. 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 <laughs> so we'll actually know their name. Uh, well, no. Not, maybe not names. But yeah, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Just know that there are teachers Miss English teacher. <laughs> Miss, Miss Science. Science well, that with that whole uh, Cheryl dissecting the frog thing. Oh, actually, can I ask just a clarification question? Mm-hmm. How old are the are the characters? Because oh, we don't talk about that. Wait, really? Yeah, you know, you don't. You want to just stay in high school. It's just it's a timeless show. We I don't guess need to that's talk true. about how old they yeah. are. But Cheryl, Cheryl is older than them by some time, or no? Do we not know that? Um. Oh gosh. You know, it never really says or. Okay, anything. cool. So that's the definitive answer for anyone who's going to argue. The definitive answer is that there isn't an answer. Exactly. And so there isn't an answer. Whoa. It's a timeless show. They are all ageless. That's it's the real fun. mystery. Yeah. So just because I think it's not going to happen, how did, did you read the, the theory about the zombie apocalypse that's upcoming on Riverdale? <laughs> the, uh, based off of the Archie Afterlife after with dark. Archie. Yes. Uh, Afterlife with Archie. Comic? You think it's Scream After Dark. Oh, uh, <laughs> Scream After Dark. Sorry. Uh, yeah, Afterlife with Archie. <laughs> 
but, did, you, did you read that? What did you think about it? I sent that to her as like a joke, and then Caitlin's like, "Yes, this is what's happening. <laughs> they have so much evidence." I would love that, but what I would really, really love is Sabrina the Teenage Witch to come back into play because she was yep. in the original Archie comics. Mm-hmm. So, so, can you guys clarify this for me? So. Sabrina, Archie, Josie, and the Pussycats are all from the same... The Archie yeah. universe. The Archie universe. Yeah. Are, is Scooby-Doo from the Archie universe? No, he's Hanna-Barbera. He's... Well, he was... Well, Josie and the Pussycats was also Hanna-Barbera. Oh, you're right. Because that's so, why I'm very confused. And they had crosses overs. I, I want to say yes, but I'm not 100% sure. Okay, cool. Because... Um, I we think, mention it a lot. You do? Okay. Because is, yeah. is Shaggy going to come to Riverdale? Like, sell Wait. weed to all the kids? I don't know, but that would be fun. That, that would be, be fun. fun. Wait, <laughs> has Joseph and Pussycats ever played in the same, or like, done a battle of bands against Gem and the Holograms? God, I wish, but no. I feel like that has to be, like, no, they rivals, were, uh, right? Yeah. I, my favorite episodes were always the Josie well, and Josie Scooby had the better movie, so. Yeah, those were fun, right? Those Josie? were the funnest episodes. Yeah, then, they uh, did, yeah. But then again, like, Batman was also in Scooby- Scooby-Doo for a while there. Scooby-Doo <laughs> also teamed up with Kiss one time. Yes, so. they did. And the um, the, the Globetrotters. Yeah, yeah Globetrotters. I remember that one. I don't they remember Kiss. Things. I don't think I remember the Kiss episode. Yeah, Scooby-Doo really, like, they had a lot of friends. Yeah. They, they got around in their van, traveling the country. In their van. If you had to assign, Weird setup when you think about it. Yeah. <laughs> if you were to assign Scooby-Doo characters to Riverdale characters, who would... It's who a very strange question, BuzzFeed.com over here. What? <laughs> well, get, tell so me you're saying that, River. like, Jughead is Scooby because yeah. he eats all the time? Mm-hmm. Okay, I get well, that. Well, Shaggy. He could also be Shaggy. Yeah, because yeah. Archie is clearly Fred. You got our vanilla base. Right, of course. <laughs> yeah. And then you have the Velma. Velma is... Veronica. Oh, I think they say she's Betty. No, Velma's Isn't Veronica. Veronica Daphne? Oh, wait, yeah. sorry, yeah, Velma's Betty. Daphne is Veronica. Yeah. Velma is Betty, yeah. Yeah, that's true. sorry. I'm totally flaked out on that. Yeah. It's been a couple 1 a.m. nights. I'm not fully with Totally that. fine. <laughs> also, what was this question, right? Like, yeah. that was a weird question. Uh, kind of. <laughs> How do you feel about Jughead and Betty? Jughead and Betty? Yeah. Oh, is everybody shipping that? Is that what they They kissed they in the last kissed. episode. Oh, oh, yeah, 106. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. You, you were like, how much has happened? I was like... I don't remember. There's no um, such thing um, as drug addict Betty. No, there is. It's like, well, what, know, where are you going with this? I know that Cole is very disappointed that they didn't go with the one version the, where the asexual is just yeah. an asexual being. Because mm-hmm. um, it kind of seems at first that he is playing him that way, honestly. Yeah. Like, you don't see And I think he's it. hoping that the writers take him to that place yeah. at some point. No, now I'm shipping again. <laughs> I know I should feel like, I know, asexual representation is important. I just kind of wish that I didn't care as much about about their relationship. Yeah. Now I care because yeah, both of those actors are super cute, and I think. But it, at the first kiss, I know that was a little bit rough, just because Cole, I think, was so disappointed. Oh, <laughs> he's like, he's I have like, to kiss her. Really, Ryan like, just disappointed that the character wasn't going to represent something different. And yeah, yeah, yeah. and because you know, he was he, an, was he was vocal about that in interviews too. Yeah, he was like, yeah, yeah I want sex. Definitely but. not that he didn't want to kiss Lily because Lily is gorgeous and awesome. Yeah. So, so it, it just had to do with he wanted the character to be something new and different, which mm-hmm. I understand. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe they can introduce like a a character that honors Jughead's journey. Yeah, though it's not really well, a journey in the comics. It's just kind of like, hey, this is a thing. Cool, we're all gonna move past it. Yeah, right? I think in They're some gonna... older iterations of the comics, I recall Jughead dating Ethel. 
Oh, I like that. No, I think you're right. I think I did hear about that. <laughs> oh, right, Barb. Sorry, yeah, Barb. Yeah. yeah, Barb from Stranger. Oh God, we love her. Yeah, does she? Can she you appears say? periodically, just cool. kind of in the background of things, and every time she has this little scene, we're always, Yay, Ethel! That's so funny. So yeah. she's a is she a substantial character in the comics? You know? Yeah, yeah. She's like, well, I mean, she's as substantial as like Cheryl was in the comics, if I recall. Although, no, Cheryl got a little bit bigger. Because it was like the three bombshells, the blonde, the brunette, and the, the redhead. They, they want to introduce like a third one at some point? Uh, no, no, it's just the, the three girls that are always mm. fighting over Archie. Um, I remember so from the comics. Weird. In the yeah. comics, Archie is the most popular kid in school. So, mm-hmm. I mean, and like everyone loves him. And yeah. <sighs> it's not that I... He, I mean, Archie is like super hot. He's like great at sports apparently. He's a good singer which we finally established that he can sing. So I get it. It's just he's like so boring. Like I hate to say like he's so boring compared to everyone else. It's really like if he was just a person I would not think he was boring. Mm -hmm. It's more just like Betty's being dissociative and Veronica has like weird daddy issues and then Josie's like a singer and Jughead his dad is a serpent, and yeah. the whole, you know, and, and then Archie. And Archie's dad is Fred. <laughs> He's Aww. like Fred, the most normal person. Right, exactly. He's the most like, well-adjusted what the adult heck in that, You know what, because his job is entirely outside of the cutthroat maple syrup industry <laughs> that, that dominates this town. <laughs> oh, my. oh my god, yes, the sticky so. maple syrup industry. Have we ever seen anything on Riverdale that's indicated that they, they make their own maple syrup? Like, is there any? Has there been a bottle that we've missed where it's like the Riverdale maple syrup at pops when someone's like having pancakes? Oh yeah, no, it's hidden in the back. It then, is. That's a thing. And then it, it becomes a thing. Yeah, and we, okay, we definitely cool. will. It it's a it's a thread that will go somewhere. Okay. Yes, good. Okay, great. <laughs> so yeah. Um. Okay. I, I think I heard this interview. There is one Jughead hat. For the whole show, yes. I don't know if you see that. So, like, are they always like very careful about it in the in the footage <laughs> that you cut out? Be like, don't touch the hat or anything no. like that. No, 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 no. They don't. Um, uh, they had one line that we ended up cutting that was like, "I always wear this hat. It's weird." <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a great line to keep. <laughs> I think it's like, and I think Jughead will like randomly say stuff. Like Cole will randomly ad lib stuff like that. I I love his his ad libs and, and his gags too because like he'll come and isn't it great that I arrived at just the right time? <laughs> <laughs> are there uh, are there any examples of that's been in the show within like um, the first? Break. No, six episodes. So far, they've all been cut, and it sucks. It's just cut for time. Yeah, mm-hmm. not because they're not great. Uh, I'm trying to think. Well, like in our episodes, I can't speak for the other episodes because we're all a little bit isolated. Yeah, mm-hmm. I have to watch them because the assistant editors do normally cut recaps, and so oh, I okay, cut the recap for 104. Um, Great recap. Yeah, no, it was one of the best ones I've <laughs> yeah, seen. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. yeah. Talk about totally. Uh, <laughs> they kept doing it the same way in the recaps, where like uh, it was the shot of like Archie and Miss Grant. She's like, "What do you want to talk about?" He's like, "We're your music teacher. Can we talk about music?" As they're as they're like hooking up in the car. Yeah, and like that, people keep using that that same cut. In the, all that the, was a network sounds. request. Oh, okay. <laughs> really? To remind them up until obviously after this, after one hundred and four, we right. didn't have to do that anymore. Yeah. And then it's slowly becoming not having to do that, not having to do that, going back to the normal recap. But they called it the um, oh shoot, what did they call it? It was it had a specific name for it, just like a, the segment that we were supposed to use. Is the so, a super a cell a super cell super cell? Yeah, I've heard that term before. It's like how all the superhero shows do like a quick like 
I am the Flash, like at the yeah. start of every episode so that you know what you're cutting into. So mm-hmm. that's kind of, okay, I'm... I'm oh, Saga Cell. That's Saga right Cell, there. yeah. Saga Cell. So... It's a CW mandate. What is it? What There's a show that does it, yeah, specifically, that I'm trying to think of, and I was just thinking about how it's, um, oh, Frequency on the CW. Uh, I don't know if you guys have seen it. It's really good. I really like it. I don't think it's getting a second season. I read the pilot. I thought it was a decent script. It was really... Uh, a decent turnover from the film. Yeah, it's really good, but before the the intro, they have this thing where it's kind of a confusing show, but basically it's like a, a daughter and her father communicate 20 years in the future, in the past, like she's in the past, is in the future, or other way around. Other way around. Um, but they kind of like introduce that like every single time. Like it's like, here's the deal. It's like, I can talk to you in the past and you blah, blah, blah. And then it goes into the episode. And I'm like, oh, I, I know this because I've been watching the show, like, back-to-back mm-hmm. on Netflix, but... Yeah, but yeah. They're, they're worried about the people that'll just, like, come in halfway. Yeah, because every episode is someone's first episode. True. Um, episode could be someone's first episode, yeah. Here's a question. Mm-hmm. Reggie Mantle, cool bro or huge jerk? Because <laughs> sometimes yeah. he's a cool bro. Other sometimes he's a huge jerk. <laughs> yeah. He is, um, well, I mean, he is that high school jock. Yeah. That, like all high school jocks that are kind of like like that, where they're they're real people who they're can both. be nice, mm-hmm. but then sometimes when they're not thinking about it and they're just acting on impulse, they're a huge jerk. Yeah, poor Reggie. I know, and he's so just misunderstood. Yeah, he's just mis- He's just growing. He's yeah. a normal high school person who's just learning. And growing. <laughs> Those wolf masks really freaked me out. Yeah. In one in a one oh six. I don't know what that is about. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. What what if Archie is like dissociative and killed Jason Blossom because he thinks he's a wolf? <laughs> That's my new theory. Okay. Archie's the the dissociative one, not Betty. Sure. Give him yeah. something to mm. do. Well yeah, just think about it. the more plain you make somebody, the more suspicious they really are. That's how I feel. <laughs> that is how I feel. No, man. Yeah. So, I know this is a Riverdale podcast, but is it cool if we ask you some Scream questions? Sure. Cool. Who did you think was the killer in season two? I just want to prove John wrong. Well, for any of, wait, for any of your shows, though, like, before, you didn't know who's going to be the killer in Riverdale either when you started. Oh, like, as no, you're working, did you have theories for this one or for Scream in the past? Or? Um, for Scream, I just wanted it to be Zoe. Thank you! Oh, uh, we thought the we same thought thing. We thought the same. Yeah. <clears throat> just, and There's just, there was something off about her. Yeah. And, and she was just a really fun actress, too. She was. It's yeah. just, yeah, I was so mad when, when they killed her out. Well, that was a good episode. It was a great episode. Yeah. It was a great episode. Yeah, but, but after that, everyone was like, so it's Kieran. Kieran's the guy. <laughs> yeah, <that's- laughs> he is a genius, if you think about it. The Kieran? character? Yeah, like, well, yeah, the character. If he's the kill, think about all the shit he has to know how to do. He had to be a computer hacker? Yeah. It's oh, the, yeah. The, 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 the computer skills that the ghost face has in these shows make no sense. He's, he's an editor? Like, he was a really good He, he figured out how to, like, hack into Noah's, like, podcast and, like, upload that incriminating yeah. footage and stuff that he, he put it together himself. Yeah. Because he didn't have a teammate for season two. No. No, it was all or just he? him. Or, yeah, did, or he? did he? Or did he? Oh, my 
Um, he did. Yeah, did you do the uh, Halloween special too then? No, I didn't do that. Uh, that was um, our editor, Dan Riddle, and his assistant, Matt, mm. who um, is one of my friends who's actually back from a reality because he was mm. working on Lords of the Car Hordes and I was working on Last of the Last Frontier. Mm-hmm. So, Wait, what was the show that he was on? Lords of the Car Hordes. What is that? It is, a, it is a, it's a show where they deck out these new cars. I don't know. It was a nightmare for that poor boy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Lord of the the car horns. Car horns. Car horns. Car horns. Car horns. Oh, hordes of cars. Hordes of, hordes of cars. There was just I've so much footage, and that. it was not fully organized, and everybody wanted everything right now. And he was like, "I am one person. I'm one one person. I am, I am one person." <laughs> Would you say um, reality is uh, less stressful than uh, than doing scripted kind of oh, stuff, God, or no. more so? Yeah. <laughs> Because I guess you have to build the story a lot more yourself when you're the well, editor. Well, uh, when you're an editor in, in reality, yeah. But when you're an assistant editor in reality, you are a data manager. Oh, right, because there's way more footage it's, to log. Yeah, there's like... And you'd be like, something happens in this one. You get 12 terabytes of footage. You have to process it all from scratch because mm-hmm. you don't have a dailies technician. A lot of times it's disorganized, especially if they're rushing on set because they also have a skeleton crew on set and they have a skeleton crew in post. And so everybody is just like pushing 12 hours of just staring at a screen. I don't think I took a single lunch. Oh my god. <laughs> Did you realize in, Is that the one where they have like the overnight people also who yep. like come in and log yeah. all night just long? I was going to ask you, I was like, did you ever work overnights when you were um, first starting out? Yes, when I first started out, I started a night shift on Kodiak the Rock, another Alaska show. So um, many. <laughs> so crazy. And the Alaskan then, dream. <laughs> and I actually got bumped up too, because uh, in reality TV, there's something called a lead assistant editor. And they're okay. the person that designs the workflow and assigns workloads to all the night assistant editors or to a swing assistant editor, um, which I also, my favorite shift was swing shift because you go in at like 11 or noon and you're out by like 10 or 11 p.m. at night. Okay, that's, yeah. That's yeah. like your whole day. Yeah. Yeah. It's your it's your whole day, but I mean... You, it's, it's like you're not nocturnal, but you just have the strangest right. clock yeah. in your life. And like, too, um, it's a lot of times because the workload would be a little bit different, I could just set up a bunch of transcodes and then go out with dinner. Oh, dinner that's with nice. Somebody. Yeah. And so it's like I could... And I could wake up in the morning, get all of my stuff done in the morning, like go to the doctor at, like, 9. Right, like, actually have a, like, life. Yeah. It would be very hard to work overnight. Yes. Too. Oh, my yeah, God, I have yeah. a friend who's doing that now, and I'm like, how do you do it? It takes it years crazy. off your life. The hardest thing yeah. is you gotta wake yourself up early and do all your life stuff before work. Mm-hmm. Right, and that's, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would probably be sleeping until 3 if I got back at, what, like, 6? Yeah. Dude, blackout curtains, and I um, created mm. these little window plugs um, to help with the noise. And, what are window plugs? Uh, oh, I basically, I, I created it myself. Uh, copyright Amy Parks. Uh, I <laughs> should get on uh, the um, get on the internet. Etsy yeah. sell those. Yeah, yeah. sell those. Yeah, Shark I, tank that. I just you know measured my window and took into account, of course, a little opener in the middle. And I got some really heavy cardboard. I cut it out exactly, and then I put in some denim insulation on it. And then wrapped it in fabric and added handles into the cardboard so I could just take it and plug it. Assuming you do not have a roommate. I was going to say, you can quilt. No, I totally had a roommate and they appreciated it because (laughs) Mm -hmm. um, it literally blacks out the entire room. It keeps it cooler and it blocks the noise. So it's like... Uh, every time now, uh, now we have them in our office because I use it for editing and we're right next to a big busy road because every road is busy in LA. Yes. Um, So... 
and we have sometimes friends will stay over there's a futon in that room so we'll like let them stay and they were like we have never slept better in our lives that's probably yeah no that makes a lot of sense actually i um i met some people who actually work in the uh in this in the studios up in canada where they make mm-hmm. riverdale and all those shows and they were talking about how they don't have soundproofing in the actual stages there oh, like yeah. here they're all kind of lined with something called Intiquote, which is like 95 percent soundproof mm-hmm. up there they're like yeah riverdale would hold for the train a lot there's, a, there's like a train track right nearby oh, the studio. Yeah, yeah there was. Yeah. Actually, right near Pop's Diner, and we have some beautiful... And that's like, that's like an actual That's a real train. Set. That's a real train that is a real, real building that's that they so have crazy. that they film at. Do they film inside the building? Mm-hmm. Inside so, and outside. That's yeah. an impressive location. So is it just a diner? Like, is it just <laughs> yeah, like a it really was just a diner that they refitted mm-hmm. into Pop's Diner, and it's that's just so cool. a gorgeous location. Yeah, because there's some establishers with that train going by. It's just beautiful. Would you ever have an opportunity to go to the set for any reason? Um, no, I don't think we would. No, uh, not. You kind of they, but they send the writers up there, right? I yeah, the writers there. go up there and they go on set and they try to help make sure that we get all the story beats that we want. Because mm-hmm. you know, for every person that reads a script, there's a different interpretation of it. Yeah. yeah. And so that's yeah. <laughs> Was there anyone that I'm assuming you read the script before you got the footage? Mm-hmm. Was there anyone, any character that you were surprised about how they were portrayed on screen or, like, happily surprised? Yeah, when? just, or, like, in general, like, reading the script for the first time, it's like, yeah. oh, this is different than, like, yeah. actually in the past, yeah. Um, you know, actually, no, not really. Because I, also, too, I came in on episode four. Yeah. So I had watched one, two, and three. Right. And so I kind of already, like, had them, and I had those people in mind when I was reading the script. Mm-hmm. And, and they generally kind of bringing about yeah i mean they again i'm saying they give us like a nice wide range of performances like when i read the script i i went for what i had originally interpreted it as for uh, 104 i was like mm-hmm. betty is the aggressor she's going after it she's yeah. trying to find the story when really she is a calculated investigator you know because betty's the best you guys yeah because she's a she's a velma she's gonna she's gonna <laughs> get to the truth using logic and a little obsessiveness. Just a little um, bit. Just, just a little. Just a <laughs> She gets from Alice. Yeah, which she, she definitely gets from her mom. Yeah. Yeah, how great is Madchen on the show? Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> She's incredible. That Ooh, laughing okay. scene in the last Here's one. something. We haven't seen nearly enough footage of Jughead actually eating burgers. Why is all that ending up on the cutting room floor? What are you doing over there? Is Cole's <laughs> a vegetarian? No, definitely not. Okay. He does a great job of eating. Good. Um, <laughs> He's very good at eating on camera. Very good at eating on camera. And he does try to make a point to always be eating. Like, mm-hmm. he, is, he is very good about resetting the take, and he actually, and he'll even eat in between takes, you know, practicing for that eating oh, yeah. on camera. He's, God, he's so dedicated to his work. <laughs> so dedicated. That's so <laughs> Well, he was eating breakfast in the last episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this show has mastered the awkward family dinner, by and the way. Awkward oh, family yeah. breakfast. Very good at it, yeah. All the awkward <laughs> family meals, actually. You know, we didn't spend enough time in the awkward family meal that was Fred, Archie, and Miss Grundy, though, oh, at Pops, because yeah. that would have been... Uh, a fun and awkward dinner. That was great. Yeah, that would have what been a fun. fun. That didn't end up on the cutting room floor. It was supposed to be Betty interrupts them because she is going after this. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. And so she marched right over there, pulls them out. So there's like no long That's dinner. That's so yeah. funny. Mm-hmm. Here, okay. Would you want to live in Riverdale? And what would be your favorite um, town event? Because oh. they have one every single day. Oh, yeah, they've uh, so many times. But then I came <clears> from <throat> a small town, Knoxville, Tennessee. Kinda. Mm-hmm. It, well, it's like a medium-sized town, so it's bigger than Riverdale. But 
Yeah, they have events like all the time. Yeah. We had a, an it's Irish, so... like an um, Irish celebration thing at a World's Fair park. Okay. Like, I yeah. have like no events in my, my town. was like, there's a yeah, fundraiser at Applebee's. If you go to Applebee's and order dinner, <laughs> some of the proceeds will go yeah. to the theater department. Okay, Again, let's go, Mom and Dad. It's all on the mayor, and you guys have seen Mayor McCoy. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah, we've learned a lot about her recently. Oh, episode, yeah. episode six gives you a whole lot of uh, that family. Yeah, a whole lot of that family. Episode four gives you a little bit other that fan of her, too. Yeah. Her getting the yeah. back. Oh, yeah. Her and Hermione. Her and Hermione. <laughs> But it's underneath the movie theater or the drive-in. Or I, whatever. I really believe there's some kind of huge conspiracy going on in this theater. <laughs> That's where all the bodies are buried. There's something land, big going yeah. on on that land. What if it's like haunted and like Sabrina is going to come? You're really, really life. hoping Sabrina's the linchpin yeah. to this whole exactly. thing. I just want her. I want them to almost normalize her and just make her a Wicca. I think that would be, be like, fun. Yeah, I'm Wiccan. I'm a Wiccan. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I actually don't have any. Spin-off. Yeah, <laughs> you know exactly. I am waiting for the spinoff to be announced. I'm waiting. You know, you know what you really have to wait for is for her first appearance. That yeah. you know if there's actually people who are down for that. I'm yeah. down for that. <laughs> I'm just mad that Polly was not played by Hilary Duff. Oh god. Or anyone that you recognize. I know. No, I actually <laughs> did recognize those actors. I just oh, yeah? can't remember from where. So oh, there we okay. go. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Same. So I knew. <laughs> I just didn't know. No. Is there's no. is there's so like you legitimately like you like you like Riverdale as a show yeah. so you're like proud to be working on it does that does that affect your 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 like working on the show like do you like I don't want to I don't want to put you in a box where okay, you're like okay. I didn't like my previous shows no. but like when you're like super into a plot line and then you get to edit the thing where that happens like does that are you getting like more excited to be able to like work on that or um, um I mean it is rough uh, I know on mysteries I got super excited to edit this one interrogation scene with um Stockard Channing because oh I, my God. I love yeah. you know I loved her but from practical magic to Greece I was gonna say Rizzo that's yeah, like Rizzo and Greece mm. yeah and so I got to edit a scene between her and Deborah Messing um it gets it always just depends on the scene like there's certain scenes I definitely get way more excited about getting the opportunity to edit not only because my editor is so great to give me scenes give me notes on those scenes and help me develop it but it's okay what what would you be your favorite like like tone for a scene like do you like funny scenes or romantic scenes or tense scenes I like I like funny in action which Mm -hmm. is really it's actually kind of uh, funny because not a lot of women are editors in comedies or action. It's, it's very much a boys club in that yeah. area. That's gross. Which is, it's weird. Yeah, right? it's weird. It's weird. <laughs> which, I feel uh, like the post world is, is, in general though, it's a very much like And it used men. to be a girls club, like way back in the day when it was all this <sighs> film. It was like... Sexism. It was, sorry. Yeah. And two women have edited some of the best films, like Goodfellas was edited mm-hmm. by... A woman. I know um, Mad Max Fury no Road, deal. the editor, yeah. was a the editor was a woman on that one. The wife of the director, yeah. actually. Yeah. guess what? Women can do shit. Yeah. <laughs> women get shit done. Actually, I was so proud. Uh, I went to the Invisible Artist panel last year with, it was the panel about all the Oscar-nominated editors, and mm-hmm. it was exactly split down the middle, half and half. That's oh, wonderful. Half and half men. Yeah. And I'm like, that's how it should be on every show. Half exactly. and half. Yeah. You know? And yeah. that's, I've been really lucky on almost all my shows. It really has been about half and half. That is really, really great. Mm-hmm. I mean, actually, well, it's funny. Riverdale is the only show that I am the only female directly in the editorial team. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we have female post coordinator, female post super. And then Berlanti, too, he hires a lot of women. 
with female directors, female editors. There's so, so cool. many female editors on Supergirl. And he's he's pushes for that stuff a lot. He yeah. really does. He'll make established comic book characters gay who weren't before. I like yeah. that. You know that's my favorite thing. Yeah. So. <laughs> did uh, Who did the, um, the moment in episode four when the camera's pending over you think Kevin's getting beaten up? By, oh, uh, that by was Javier, cool. uh, and then, and then Joaquin. Raises, Joaquin, and they're they're uh, they're just making out instead. <laughs> that was scripted to be that way. Okay, um, cool. Dan edited that scene, of mm-hmm. course, because I was like, you you've got to edit these these scenes because it's a really great. That, yeah, yeah, and it, it was beautiful. I liked Kevin's plot throughout that whole thing. Oh, I was like, yeah. do you have any hot dogs? We're all out. Yep, that makes sense. <laughs> yep, yep, of course. <laughs> and then Kevin. he goes over. It was hard because we only had a wide angle of that couple making out in the car. That, that was Moose, though, right? That oh. was like Moose and, and his girlfriend? Oh, or was it just some know. random couple? I think it was just some random couple. Oh. But, um, Could be Moose. We'll take that cannon. Why I not? I didn't even look that hard because we were just trying to make it work because we only had that one <laughs> shot. And so we actually ended up having to punch in on it like by a oh. lot. And we sent it to, to online to make sure that it was, wasn't too fuzzy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uppress it because we were like, uh, we're punching in by like 60 70%. And it worked out though, <laughs> yeah, totally worked out. Yeah. yeah, we as the viewers understood it, so mm-hmm. it's all good. I mean, and that was just such a big day for the, that director that it was like, you know, it's, it's a huge that must have been set. cool to set up, like, oh, and all yeah. of that. I wish I, yeah, I would have loved to see that. It one is person. a huge set, and they were just did they find so like a real, is it just a field, or did they find like a drive in they could actually use uh, for it? They built a drive in, I think. It's impressive. Because, um, yeah, they, they've been doing a great job. I think that they should submit for art direction and set deck on yeah, a lot of the these. Yeah, the production design on the show is actually really good. It's phenomenal, yeah. Which is why it's, like, so disappointing to me that YA shows don't get a lot of attention at, like, like the, I was going to say the Grammys, but obviously. The why would the they get Emmys. that much attention to the Grammys? The Emmys. It is funny. I'm wondering if, like, the Emmys shouldn't have another category on top of the 86 that the creative right. already has. <laughs> um, but of, like, you know, best teen drama. Because yeah, it's very different. I think, I think the... Um, I think the whole Emmys needs to get like very much reevaluated for like praising shows in their first season versus shows in later seasons and like yeah. like best different genre drama. right because like they're they're so they're so like a show's in its final season they're like oh no we forgot to honor it during all of its run up so we have right. to Honoring give it the award now reason. but there might be a new show that's coming on that's made a big impact that's not going to get any attention then and now mm-hmm. it's like oh we already know that's around moving forward and then they'll award that at the end of its run too yeah or so, all the shows that win an Emmy and then get cancelled the year that they yeah. win an Emmy <laughs> Which although this past year's Emmy made me happy because Tatiana Maslany won for best oh, actress she's mm-hmm. great was that this year or I think that was last year it was this past one was it? Yeah. I totally missed it's it. It's also uh, Rami Malek won for uh, Mr. Robot. One more? No. This, that would have to be the last Emmys, right? The last Emmys that was on TV, yeah. Oh, They're in the fall. Oh, right. Duh. I'm sorry. Yeah. I just did all the award shows for work. The Oscars just happened. It's I know. totally different. I know, but I'm, I feel like I just did the Emmys, but I didn't just do the Emmys. That was last year. Because yeah. I do, like, it was the Grammys, Oscars, AMAs, what else? All the award shows, and I was like, "I'm done, right? Like this is <laughs> finished. The award shows are over. Okay, the awards are all done. Yeah, oh, yeah, but um, yeah. Because yeah, otherwise Riverdale is going up against like Better Call Saul, and they're like, two right? Not... And you know, you know, the Academy will be like, well, what's... this one's on AMC. It's yeah, prestigious. This one's yeah. more serious. And also, like, what's Riverdale? I've never heard. Don't of worry, Riverdale will clean you. up at the MTV Awards. Oh, I know, yeah. right? It's true. <laughs> Best yeah. breakout performance and all that stuff. Oh, I know. Dude. The MTV does MTV do award TV awards are... or does it just do movie awards? No, oh, I think it does do. It does TV. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. The Teen Choice Awards. Teen it'll choice. Do or great. maybe it's, yeah. and well, the MTV Movie Awards wouldn't be. 
No, yeah, they just do. They, oh, yeah, they just do movies. They just I do guess. movies, but, yeah. but there are other other MTV shows that I think do honor TV. Yeah, they probably yeah. don't want to do a lot of TV award shows because then they can just like nominate and award them all their shows. Right. Well, that's the thing. And it's Teen Wolf again. That's crazy. <laughs> that's why I think that they Go, do. Go! Uh, it's uh, Oh, that was a funny thing. And uh, um, Screen, the TV series, there's this one song for when Eli was breaking into the house and they were fighting us on using it because it was used in a Teen Wolf episode like three <laughs> years ago. Oh, really? And, and we it- were like... We, we, like, pulled up that Teen Wolf episode on Amazon Prime, because we were like, okay, yeah. how is it used? And you could barely hear it in the background. Right, that's... But on, on that episode where Eli's breaking in the house, it was like, it fits so perfectly, it hit all the beats, and it was heavily featured. So we were like... You know, well, my main thought of the end of season two, what was the point of Eli? What was the like, like, all of that, and then just... Like, shot in, like... So many times. <laughs> so many times. By multiple poor, people. <laughs> like, poor Eli. I know, poor Eli. Uh, we called him Creep, but we should honor him. Yeah, I, I didn't really learn real names when I was doing a uh, Scream oh, yeah. for the show, so I'd be like, that's Creep. Um, sketch. Sketch uh, with Stavo. Um, yes. Uh, what did we I call Kieran? Just a hot guy? <laughs> Brooding Tina, hot guy? Tina hot guy. Yeah. <laughs> right, the hot guy. guy family. So there's creepy hot guy, brooding <laughs> hot guy, and Tina hot guy. Because uh, Tina was the mom and assuming it's but, their yeah. last name. But for Riverdale, I, I, I like, know the names. I was like, on screen, so many problems would be solved with just the simple words, you're grounded. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and actually, oh, Maggie's real. just a terrible parent all just, around. They're them. all awful parents. At least, like <laughs> oh, yeah. in the Riverdale, they're Not like they like actually have their own ambitions. But yeah. in Scream, they're just like, honestly, I don't really know what to do right now. <laughs> honestly, um, you know what? You should go to the party, though. The, you the definitely kids, won't get murdered yeah. there. The kids totally run that town. Yeah. Oh, they're one hundred percent. But in Riverdale, at least, you're like there is some parental guidance. There yeah. is some parental. They're not great parents. Most of them no. are the worst. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think all of them are the worst. Do you say who's, who's the worst parent on Riverdale? Uh, oh, the Blossoms, maybe? Or yeah, the they, they, so like the the um the Coopers really want to control their children, right? Yeah, and then the Blossoms, I don't even know what they want to do with their kids, <laughs> yeah. but they. They kind of wish they didn't have them at all. It I seems like they actively say. hate their children. And then the McCoys, like Josie's parents, they're like, "And you're going to be the future," and like yeah. they're trying to. Like build her, then like they've they've instilled this drive into her that like is breaking her in the inside. But they also meanwhile, Fred Andrews just like I love my son. I yeah. hope he's doing okay. I hope he's all right. <laughs> yeah, it's okay that he's having sex. Hope we meet Valerie's parents and they're cool too. Like <laughs> Valerie's parents have to be chill, right? right? They better yeah. be. Yeah, she is like the chillest of all the cats. So. I know, she seems great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she is actually. I think I think if I had a best friend in Riverdale, it would be Valerie because she just yeah she just seems nice. I keep hoping though, like you've seen the classic Josie movie, right? Josie and Pussycats oh, yeah. the movie. I keep wanting um, she Melanie, right? The drummer? Yeah. I keep Melanie wanting her, her character to be anything like Tara. I want it to yeah, be Tara exactly Reed. like Tara Reed's performance. <laughs> no, she's still bringing her own thing, too. Oh, man. I can't but I love, I love the, like, Terry gets into a fight on uh, what Total Request Live so uh, with Carson Tara. Daly. <laughs> yeah, because I think Terry Reed at the time was dating Carson Daly or something. It's just it's my and favorite. It was, I, that movie was great. I hope I wish the show could do a cover of Three Small Words. Those are uh, the best with, songs. Like no offense, I love Josie and the Busy Guys now, but like those songs, yeah. I still have them on my. I still do have an issue with the pilot. They're like they never do covers, and then most of the series has been mostly covers. From oh the right, right, right. <laughs> I know. Mm. They're like, well, that was that's the whole 
whole Josie versus her mom storyline. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, she doesn't want to do covers. Her mom's constantly insisting she does covers. Okay. Well, and her mom is also like, your dad hates pop music, but I want you Sounds to Sounds like her dad music. hates everything. Yeah. Her dad including has- a little bit himself, but... Well, yeah, it's, it's a strain between the mom and the dad and the child's getting caught up in the middle. That's, you know, or Fred that whole dinner just like okay but like they're happy right yeah who cares yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, not, yeah. not my business are Miles <laughs> and um, uh, Rob, Robin is her real name I think yeah. but yeah, what they, is the mayor's first name I totally do you know or you know Mayor McCoy is it mayor is her first name mayor and that's why <laughs> she decided to go into politics wow that's crazy yeah. <laughs> actually I do not I do not recall wow no. yeah Simone that's probably not right. No, I don't think are so. Are they married, though? Are Miles and Mayer married? They are, right? I it's actually unclear. don't recall. It yeah. is unclear. I assumed as much, but now so I've too. got only questions. <laughs> because yeah. he's, he's gone on tour a lot, and they <clears throat> right. seem to only there's argue. there's a so they massive amount of parents that are separated or something in this show. Or just hate you each know, other. You know, if you say you want, the Coopers are in a, in a, are in a functioning marriage. Yes. <laughs> Same goes for the sure. Blossoms. <laughs> sure. <laughs> It's functional. Yeah. Like, they live in the same house. <laughs> I, li- I like that Hal is just such a dad. Aww. He's just in every yeah. aspect of it. He's just a dad. <laughs> is he that guy from the Jay and Silent Bob movies? I don't know. Kind of Google. Okay. Yeah. I liked him. Um, we really liked his little look in 104 when it, when he's he and uh, Alex are talking to Fred. And he looks at Alex like, okay. Uh, so anyway, Fred. <laughs> <laughs> he know, anyway. he, and it's every day for him. He's just yeah, like, mm-hmm. You're like, that is the expression he wears on his face every day. <laughs> True. And that was a moment that, again, the actor brought to the table that we were like, yeah, we're going with it. We need that. It yep. needs to be in this scene. We didn't know we needed it, but we do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. You found it yet? Is he the guy? Is he the guy? He was in White Chicks. Scary movie. Nice. He was in. <laughs> these are all important. For some reason, I had this idea that he was in like some movie that Kevin Smith made, and now I'm like, maybe that was just not true at all. <laughs> I think that was just not true. Cool. He was in White Chicks, which is not a Kevin Smith movie. No, not even a little bit. No, not at all. Any movie? He was in Dance Flick, so he must be like a Wayans, a Wayans Brothers. So, uh, I wonder if Kevin Smith is going to direct an episode of Riverdale. Cause he, he gets around. Uh, yeah, now he's in the yeah. Bolanti family. He's so. in that family, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like the only one who still like really likes Kevin Smith like a lot. I don't know. I like Kevin Smith. Okay, good. He's just yeah. been getting some backlash with the tusk and the yoga hoser. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, <laughs> yeah. the tusk and the, and the yoga hoser. I mean, everybody has some flops, and he just mm-hmm. does what he wants to do, and yeah. I have respect for that. Yeah. I don't care. And he seems like a nice dad. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a good dad. Clearly. And he's he like put Degrassi. his daughter into that episode of Supergirl. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guess he's friends with Johnny Depp because Lily Rose yeah. Depp was on the Yoga Hosiers. And also, oh, no yeah. spoilers. I'm done talking. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Well, um... <laughs> we are almost at... I'm feeling pretty tapped out of questions yeah. at this point. Um... Well, thank you so much, Amy, for sharing all of your Riverdale knowledge and for coming on our podcast. Is there anything you would like to plug? Last time we did an interview, Aaron um, McLean may have plugged for his mother's Etsy shop. So. Uh, yeah. Which no. is very cool, by the way, and you guys should all check it out. Yeah. Double plug for that. Um, I guess, oh man, I just want to plug episode 107, which is the one that, that um, Dan and I worked on. Yeah, it's okay. going to air this Thursday. 
and it's it was a really fun episode. Cool. Yeah. All right. So yeah, look forward to it. <laughs> okay. Um, do you uh, do you have like a Twitter or anything you wanna you wanna give to the people or? No, I don't tweet. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm very bad at social media. <laughs> I just... Does your cat have an Instagram? <laughs> <laughs> Well, oddly enough, my boyfriend takes more pictures of our cats than I do. Uh-huh. So, uh, <laughs> and he was strictly a dog person before we met, but like we, our apartment doesn't allow dogs, so we so went out. Ergo, ergo, we went to the um, the uh, where was it? It was down here, actually. It oh, was okay. a shelter down here. It was North Central oh, okay. shelter. Cool. And we were just like, "Who are you going to put down tomorrow?" And we, oh, that's yeah. an interesting way to walk into a shelter. <laughs> yeah, take me to all the dying animals. <laughs> take me to all the animals that you are going to put down. I, I would. I will see... take them all. Thank you. I love them. Yes. I, what I would do was, if I could only adopt one as like whatever, yeah. I would just be like, just pick any random one and then bring it to me because I don't want to have to choose. Yeah. Well, we. <laughs> I, I cannot make a decision. Exactly. There's too much pressure here. So we, we choice. We went for one. We ended up with two. We okay. Good. I wanted five. Um, Robbie cut me off because two. Yeah. You're like, oh, please. oh, God. So we adopted this five-year-old calico, and she's Aww. the vocal one that screams at us, but mm-hmm. it, it's hilarious. And then um, I turned around, and, and Robbie was playing with this little black cat, Aww. and she had a big fluffy squirrel tail, and so we were like, well, I have to take her. Two cats is good. So, yeah. And it was now funny. they can be friends. Yeah. Well, it's funny. Uh, they were not friends when we first got them. <laughs> Um, Do they, they like each other now? Oh, God, yes. It was great. Uh, it took us about a week. We had them in two separate rooms of the house, but we fed them on opposite sides of the door so that they got used to each other's smells. Then you cool. swap the rooms for a day. So then oh, this in... seems like a lot of work, actually. I know. It is a little bit of work. That sounds like, uh, yeah, I wouldn't have even been able to do the research to like, put I'm together that plan. But I'm telling you, this works. If you ever have two animals that don't get along, keep them in separate rooms, but feed them on opposite sides of the door for like a week, and then swap their rooms for a day. And then when you finally open the door between the two of them, uh, for the for the cats, we had a laser pointer. And we had them both chasing after the laser pointer. And it was amazing, because they're both sitting there looking at the, the red dot on the wall, and then they start chirping at each other. Aww. Like, you hate the red dot? I That's hate the red dot, too! So let's kill it together! <laughs> oh my god! And then they, like... Bonding over yeah. a common enemy. And now they like they groom each other, they wrestle Aww. with each other. It's just adorable. That is adorable. <laughs> Alright. So yeah, if you ever you're trying to get two cats to get along but whatever you do, do not let them attack each other. If they are growling at all, just go ahead and put them in calmly put them in the separate room. That's really scary. What happens if you don't? Then they just will always associate that other cat with violence. Wow. That's okay. Know, I really thought I was only going to learn about editing today. Yeah. I've learned much <laughs> now, more now. Now you've learned about cats. This is important. They hold grudges. Yeah. It's good to know. Like everyone on Riverdale, yes. the cats hold grudges. Oh my god. Yeah, I think one of my favorite lines, like when I knew I was going to like the show, was I think in 102, it's like Veronica facing off with Cheryl. Or was it? No, it was Pilot. It's like, your specialty might be fire, but mine's ice. Yeah, like that's that. the pilot, yeah. Yep, that was good. You're like, alright, I like I'm this. I'm here. Mm-hmm. Cool. Anyway, thank you very much, Amy. And yeah, absolutely. Thank you guys for listening. We'll be back with a recap sooner than you think. <laughs> <laughs> Over right, and right. out, River Vixens. Bye, everybody. Bye. Say goodbye. <laughs>